Welcome to the Conversation Starters. This is a podcast about getting beyond small talk and into better conversations with anyone. Uh, I'm Hannah. And I'm Karina. And today we're going to be talking about having better conversations about movies or TV. But first, here's our question of the week. Every week we give you a question to just go out and start conversations. And our question this week is, how do you feel about scary movies? Are you somebody who completely avoids them, like myself? (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Or, I mean, I'm fascinated by people who like horror. Like, Yeah, me too. Please explain your brain. Please explain your brain. I mean, people that I truly respect, they love horror as a genre, and I just, I have so many questions about that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So let's just start out with a question. Are conversations about movies or TV good conversations i mean what conversations are bad conversations in general hannah (laughs) okay fair but the reason i ask this is i okay i have had times in my life where i felt like a conversation about especially tv Mm. is like a defeat Mm. and maybe i was being a snob or maybe i was just like tired of it but i just know that there are certain people that when you bring up movies you can just watch them zone out some people are just not into it or you get into these you get into situations where it's like oh have you guys seen any good movies and one person says a title and you're like oh i want to see that and everyone's like no no don't say anything about it i'm gonna you know yeah there's something about them that kind of like no spoilers can be kind of (laughs) exclusive or it's true uh you know you get those situations where someone is recapping a whole tv (laughs) show to you (laughs) <laughs> I've done that. No, but I, I... I have too. Yeah, it can be exclusive. I see that. I see that. But I still think that movies, TV series, and just like shows in general are such a good conversation starter. I think it's just something to connect with people and uh, just have shared references. Kind of feel like you're on the inside of a group, even if you have just met them. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first came to university, um, students were constantly asking each other, what series do you watch? What series do you watch? And everybody was new, but like everybody was exchanging series and they were like... Riverdale was a big thing when I first uh, started university. Everyone was like, you need to watch Riverdale. Spoiler alert, I never watched it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but everybody, like, it was such a great way for people to have something to talk about, have something to connect about, like, go and watch it together or, or like, procrastinate and watch movies together. <laughs> it was, it's such a great way to, like, bring something into a friendship that is still so fresh. And yeah, that's why I think that conversations about series or movies can be so, so good. Yeah, I mean, okay, so obviously a little bit of devil's advocate there about them not being good because for sure, yes. I mean, and and even the whole like whether they're exclusive, I mean, let people have some inside jokes, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like if two people connect over a series they're both watching or a movie that they've both seen, like that is awesome. That's such a fast track to um, yeah. not just, it's not like, it's not that the conversation, like the content of the conversation is good, but the energy of it is so fun. Movies, I, I could have said this for books as well, but I, I feel like there's kind of three directions that you can go. 
um, you you have the shared experience of seeing the same thing. That's kind of what we've been talking about so far. Mm-hmm. And then second, there's there's talking about movies in general. Um, and this this is really, really powerful if you are someone who's um, like a movie lover or someone who just has a lot of reference points. But you can hear about someone's favorite movie or something they just watched. And whether you have seen it or not, you can dive into a conversation about, you know, genre or that director or, you know, just pull from your own knowledge because you love film, you know. And then the third direction you can go is getting to know the person. So again, whether you've seen the movie or not, there's there's so much that you can ask about what they thought and how, um, you know, how it impacted them and how they interact with movies in general. And they can also be very formative. Um, I mean, everybody has formed ideas about the world through movies yes whether it's about love whether it's about war whether it's about um the meaning of life we have taken so much uh out of what we've consumed with our eyes and accepted it or not accepted it in our lives and it's so interesting to see how people have been influenced that reminds me of something i've been thinking about in general which is that movies are one of the only forms of art that we're actually able to see exactly as the creator intended. So it's it's very democratic because most people can get to a movie theater once in a while, even if you have, you know, little kids or whatever, you've had that experience more than likely. Whereas seeing a painting at, in a museum or seeing a theatrical performance um, or a live performance of some kind, a, a concert, these are things that are limited uh, to most most people, and that's where I think movies can be like a like a pure aesthetic experience that all of us get to have, you know. And and so I think that can be a reason why they're really powerful. Movies can be something really relational, and I I say this because I grew up um, with a, my father who loves to watch crime series in the evening, every single evening, and that was like the time I knew I could go and sit with my father and connect about something that I I'm, I was still a teenager. So for me, it was not really something I loved, but it made me connect with my father in such a great way. And we still like, whenever I'm home and he's watching a crime series, sitting there and watching it with him can be something so nostalgic for me. And it's just something like, I only do this with my father. I will never watch a crime series by myself, but I only do this with him. And it's so fun. And then we and we always have like something to talk about and like discuss the crime and all of that. And it's it's just something really relational. I I completely relate to that. Yeah. Maybe you have friends around you who watch a lot of movies watch the same movies that they watch um to Mm. talk about it like hannah constantly gives me good good advice for movies and i trust (laughs) her very much so if you ever need movie advice come to hannah no i'm not send us a dm contact at the conversation starters (laughs) i'll just send you to mark her mode um yeah i I remember like one of my best friends when we first met, like I, she asked me about my favorite movie. And at the time it was Master Commander, The Far Side of the World. I don't know what that means for you just telling people I have good taste. We'll see what they think of that. But anyways, like 
uh, and she went out and watched it and she texted me like, I'm watching your favorite movie. And that was so meaningful to me because for her, it took like almost no effort, but like that is such a like good friend move. And you can do that so early on in a friendship or in a relationship. Like I'm taking notes right now. Just do it. You know, it's so fun. I know this this podcast is not about romantic relationships, but hey, we're just giving you tips for free right here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not a dating podcast, but... <laughs> like, you want to become their friend, first of all, anyway. I think maybe the most challenging uh, situation when it comes to movies and TV is if if someone just kind of like consumes without much thought like oh, I see everything or I just kind of binge everything like I find that harder to start a conversation because they don't have it's not a profoundly emotional experience for them that kind of thing however like even that I think a lot of the times they're just not but not everyone no, is as stop, deep as stop, you stop, stop. I disagree <laughs> I disagree everyone is this deep it's just that they haven't put language to it it's true Okay, so my question to you, Hannah, is do you think that movies are just a form of escapism? And I mean that I mean that in a negative way. Consumption and escapism in a negative way. Uh definitely not. I mean, you know I love movies. I I think that that would be like the the least interesting way to yeah, like as you say, consume movies. You can certainly do that. Um, and sometimes we need some escapism mm -hmm, in our lives. I mm -hmm. totally get that. But I would say that movies are their messages. Like they're, they're created by someone who has ideas and thoughts and like, you know, most cynically by a corporation that wants your money. But even that is interesting to me. Like I feel that movies, they have almost like a prophetic, uh, view of what is happening and what you know, what is good, what is bad, what is the future look like? How do we process the mm. past? Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's an art form that's really accessible to the average person. I agree with that. And I think in general, it's such a great topic because um, whether you're a movie person or not, you have something to say. If you like to watch movies, you can tell about why you love it, what you love about it. And if you don't like to watch movies, Why? Where is that coming from? Have you always been this way or did that come from something specific? And I promise you, it's going to make a really interesting conversation. You make a really good point that there is still something there to learn about the person. You know, if you are, you know, not offended by it, th that answer, like, oh, I don't have a TV. And then it feel, you, I know that sometimes that can feel like you're shut down. But if you just take the time to say like, okay, fine, then I'm going to learn about, I'm going to learn about you why you don't have a TV. I want to add to what you're saying. It's so important to what you just said, like taking what they said and still making a conversation about it, even though it was unexpected. Because I think often we we're looking for an answer that we can relate to. Uh, and if we get something that we don't expect, for example, I once told you about one movie that I really love and I was like, this is the greatest movie. And you were like, mm, I have different opinions about this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, like the first first reaction was like, oh, no, I don't want to talk about this. I love this movie. I don't want to hear your opinion. But then but then the second reaction was like, no, this could make for a great conversation if you bring your 
unexpected taste that doesn't like the most amazing <laughs> movie that has ever existed. And I can come and convince you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not just kidding. But like allowing other people with different opinions to share. And that's something that really needs practice. It really needs practice to hear something that you don't agree with, to stop and to ask about it. I, I, there's a couple of people in my life that we talk about movies probably every time we talk because I just know, I mean, my sister is one of them. Like I know her mind and her opinions on movies so well that I can ask her about a movie and I know we are not just going to be like, oh, you know, that was so funny or the the music was good. It's like we are going to start talking about life because for her, like movies, they're aesthetic and emotional and relational spiritual experiences you know and they bring out a lot from her and so um so yeah I think that it takes some uh literacy maybe but in some ways it doesn't in some ways I think this this happens to everyone when they really watch it and do you think that you can have such a great conversation about any movie that you watch? I think you can have really good conversations about really bad movies. And you can have, you can definitely have really good conversations about kind of like basic popular movies. Like I, I can remember unbelievable conversations from like the Avengers or, um, you know, like whatever the basic most popular blockbuster is. Like there is usually still so much to talk about. A lot of the times it's just because it's a cultural zeitgeist, like the fact that so many people, this is connecting with them. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I find that fascinating. I do agree with you. And um, I, I still, I think I would say um, to the listeners or whoever's listening to this, that everyone has to ask themselves why they're watching movies. I know very well what procrastination also is because I've done it, <laughs> my fair share of it. But I think it's also just good to say it's a beautiful form of art, but um, mm. don't let it become something that hinders you from facing the things that you have to face in life, going out into society and just, yeah, whatever, whatever it might hold you back mm. from. Because mm-hmm. I know in my life, sometimes it was a good escape for me. And um, that's why I think it's really nice to find great movies and watch those. And then maybe give yourself a break in between. And uh, it's about getting used to being satisfied with things that take more effort. And I know we mentioned this in the books episode, but just... Um, I find that I love movies even more now that I watch much mm-hmm. less because I take so much time to find, hear a lot of opinions and find the perfect movie and then I'll make myself either rent it or buy it, which is I will not rent or buy just any movie and I will not rent or buy the next chick flick every second day because that's, yeah. that's just like too much money. So I will take time to listen to people's opinions have so many conversations about movies and then for example hannah told me about some really good movies now i'm like waiting for the next time i'm gonna rent a movie and then i'll rent that really good movie and it 
it satisfies so much more when you do it that way. Mm-hmm. It's like an accomplishment. So I want to encourage anyone who's listening who maybe <laughs> is on the side of maybe binging too much because I've been there <laughs> to try that out. <laughs> I totally, I love this. I totally agree. And yeah, I, I think that there's just different seasons of your life where you have to step away from something that has it's like soured kind of because you've over consumed yeah, yeah. and that, that's a, such a good point I mean I did that this year with podcasts because I was listening absolutely nonstop, and I was not like noticing the world around me <laughs> yeah. and you yeah, know I feel you. you know I mean sometimes some silence is good <laughs> it's crazy what what can come to your mind when you take some silence <laughs> so just like in the last episode we came up with some easy follow-up questions that you can anytime someone talks about a movie especially if you're I would say especially if you're in a situation where someone brings up a movie and you know you go back and forth and then there's really nothing else to say or you're not that interested in hearing like about that show or about that movie or maybe you just don't want any spoilers these are questions that you can ask then to continue the conversation but make it more open to everyone present or get a little deeper into getting to know them the follow-up questions are why is this movie or tv series popular right now like what does it say about us or say about our culture the second one is do you go to movies alone that's a good one i love this one (laughs) what movie did you recognize yourself in this could be about maybe representation or also like were you connected with the character or the plot so much because of your own experiences? Mm. And is there an actor or director whose work you will always see? And then lastly, we've, we've probably shared this one before because it's one of our conversation starter fallbacks, but what is the last movie that made you cry? I love this question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's, what's the last movie that made you cry? Um, eighth grade. I rewatched it. I know we watched it together, but I just rewatched it. Um, that's a good movie. No spoilers. <laughs> I watched that movie with um two friends from the states. We're watching it at the same time, so I had to get up at five oh in the morning. Oh my goodness, commitment! And we text and we texted the whole time about how embarrassing middle school yeah. is, and it was so fun. Highly recommend. Highly highly recommend that movie. It's very uncomfortable. It will make you cry. And if you are. Um, getting to know someone who's a true movie lover, I would also say challenge them to come up with their list of 25 favorite movies. 25? I know. My my family and I recently did this together. And I mean, it. I think we ended up doing essentially what movies do you have a lot of nostalgia for or they've, they've been a big part of your life and you still stand by yeah. them. I think that's kind of how we defined it in the end. But it was such a fun exercise. It was really fun to see each other's lists and be like, what? We we all have this one. I've never even seen this. When did you watch it? You know, I, so I think fun. that's a really fun exercise yeah. as well. Well, that's it for our episode about movies. Thanks for listening and see you next week. <laughs>